It's who's not at the table. If you don't have diverse groups at the table, then they're never going to be represented. And we're not accustomed to having disability in the room. We're not accustomed to having people of diverse background because you, you look for people that are the same as you. And the time has come to shift that thinking. You know, we're talking about future-proofing Australia. This is, this is the future. Think ahead. They might not be at the table now, but when they come to the table, how do we greet them? Here's an empty seat ready for you to sit at. We've been waiting for you. Welcome to episode 145 of Be The Drop, a weekly interview podcast sharing stories from people who inspire and motivate others to help you learn how to tell your story. I'm Amelia Veal, Director at Narrative Marketing and firm believer in the superpower of storytelling. Increasing evidence demonstrates that diversity in the workplace leads to better innovation and improved financial performance. Accepting people of all backgrounds, gender and varying physical capacity is not just a nice idea, but when it comes to business, adopting an altruistic approach is also good business strategy. Sarah Gunn is an inspiring social entrepreneur, disruptor and founder of GoGo Events. Sarah is an activator for SheEO, founder of Social Change Headquarters and director of GoGo Labour Hire. She is well versed in dealing with people from all walks of life and is passionate about helping others do good. In today's episode of Be The Drop, Sarah shares her mechanisms for achieving positive business outcomes and how changing your structure, presumptions of business and approaches to hiring can improve business performance and at the same time provide positive community outcomes. This is Sarah's version of Be The Drop. Are you considering starting your own podcast? At Narrative Marketing, we deliver a full range of podcast production options. Or if you'd like help getting started to produce your own content, I also deliver podcast training programs. Hit the link in the show notes for more details. Sarah Gunn, take us through. Tell us, what are we doing? We're doing business hacking for the people and planet. It's an idea that you can sit down in an hour and go back to business the next day and immediately change the future for the interaction of your business in society to positively impact the planet and people. And it's really simple, easy tricks and I'd love to share them with you. Fantastic. So, But first, tell me why is this so important to you and why do you think we need to do this across more businesses? I really see that business is the tool that can immediately impact all sorts of social and environmental issues. Businesses are agile. You have a CEO at the top of a business. They can make changes immediately. They can also be a mechanism to hear the voices of young people and old people and and disadvantaged or disabled people. They have an ability to make decisions that can immediately make changes. And I feel that there are certain norms that to not adhere to is now unacceptable in business. And the next phase, in my opinion, and I think the trends that are emerging, is that the social impact of business. It's no longer good enough to not do harm. You have to do good. And there are some really easy ways to do it. 
And so you've got some tools and yeah. some exercises that people can do in an hour yeah. to help them get on this page. Yeah. So yeah. maybe just run through some of them. It's tricky because this is audio, so it has to yeah. just translate across to that. That's okay. Can you sort of explain some of those to us? So I'm going to break it down into groups to shine a light on really simple mechanisms of change. We will start with women from the board level senior management, how you bring people in, what's your HR mechanisms, how do you talk internally, what does a talk, an internal business talk discussion look like, how do you present your business outwardly to the rest of the business community and to society, what does your workplace look like, how flexible is your workplace, um, how do you support women moving into and out of having babies and coming back into the workforce. Why do you think that is such an important aspect of social activation for change? There is data flooding and flowing around the world that says if you have equal representation of men and women in business, you not only do you do better business, you are more successful in business. The dollars talk. It's an economic decision, if nothing else. People behave better in meetings. You get more conscious outcomes some people might switch off at this point because you know oh yeah women you know so let me just a few touch points it's who's not at the table if you don't have diverse groups at the table then they're never going to be represented and that's that just comes with a cultural habits where we're not accustomed to having disability in the room we're not accustomed to having people of diverse background because you you look for people that are the same as you and the time has come to shift that thinking you know we're talking about future proofing Australia this is this is the future think ahead they might not be at the table now but when they come to the table how do we greet them and what have we prepared in advance and and here's an empty seat ready for you to sit at we've been waiting for you how can we offer up a workforce for you that allows you to meet your obligations as a dad or as a son with an, with an ageing parent or uh, as a mum that, you know, gets charged an extra dollar for every minute that she's not at childcare? How can we accommodate that for you? There's this fabulous mechanism called the Panel Pledge and the Panel Pledge was started by the chiefs of gender equity I say that in inverted commas but it was the heads of industry who were all male around Australia a couple of years ago and they made a commitment to only speak on a panel if there were equal numbers of men and women. Now this is a muscle you kind of have to flex. What it means is if you're asked to be on a panel you say I would love to be on a panel are there equal men and women on the panel? And if there aren't, then I say, perhaps I can help introduce you to another woman that, that has, an, has this area of expertise and that will add to the, uh, to the benefits of the listeners. Okay, fantastic. There's a lot of takeaways there. Volunteers. People say to me all the time, I'll go into the homeless centre and I'll help serve up the breakfast. That's, that's all well and good, but I think that model is outdated. If, if you came to me and said, uh, I'd, I'd like to volunteer, I would say to you, you're a podcaster, you're awesome, you've got an audience, let's, let's use your skills and your passion and your purpose and let's tell the stories of those people that want their stories to be heard. That's volunteering. It's where you, you're mastering what it is that drives you. We're working with a defence company at the minute where they have these young graduates coming in 
brainiacs, like seriously smart young people. And we said, let's use their skills that are lacking across all sorts of social enterprises and small not-for-profits that have a really good purpose. Come in on a Monday morning, give us your top graduates, bring in your tech, whatever your tech equipment is or your computers. and, And then we invite 20 small not-for-profit, small social enterprises that had techie issues. And what happened in those moments is we made significant progress on the on the techie issues that people were having. The graduates felt really supported and valued and had something to give back. The CSR money that these companies have got they don't know how to use paid for morning tea, it paid for the techies to come and also what we allowed them to do was each of those um, graduates to offer up some money um, to these small organisations to then um, impact them in some positive way. And of course, what was born out of that is these beautiful relationships that are ongoing. So it's kind of saying, what could we hack? And this is a business hackathon. What could we hack that would change the future for everyone by joining dots and bringing together business practices that have not in the past been linked up? I love that. And, you know, it's when you're explaining it, it seems so intuitive. But, yeah. do you know, how many of us, myself included, I'm like, oh, I need to go and volunteer and do something that's within the volunteer model that's already created for me. But, of course, you know, I can bring a, a different value set. And that's the diversity of the value set. I don't know anyone that can podcast. And, I, you know, there might your head might be buzzing now. It is for me going, yeah, we could, we could use all these skills, all your skills, really. Yeah. And it is good. And I think because people often do sort of go, oh, I want to be able to help, but I don't know how. how? Okay, what's our next section? Our what next are we going to look at? We talked about CSR. So what can the young people tell us? The millennials are aligned with purpose. The young people I know, that we know, including my children, they it's no longer acceptable for businesses just to make money. They don't want to work for businesses that just make money. They need an inner fulfilment that can assist them on their journey through life and their growing of knowledge and learning that is going to feed them internally, give them the nourishment that they need that they then can give back. And one of the things that we do with this, we've got a young woman on our board. Now she's 18. I'm learning as we go. We've got a not-for-profit um, GoGo Foundation and I'm learning as we go um, about that. But, you know, I thought, let's start here as we intend to finish. We need a pipeline so that when we're ready to move over, there are people in the pipeline. And youth, we have so much to learn from youth. I was telling the story yesterday about I went home one day after I'd watched Will, Egg Boy, smash their egg on Fraser Anning's head and then there was a a document that went around on social media to exclude Fraser Anning from the parliament and I went home thinking, oh, I'm going to tell the kids that I've signed this document and I opened my mouth and was started to talk about it and my son said, he's 14, he said, yeah, I signed that. And my daughter said, I signed that. I'm like, how did you... What? How did you find that? And they said, it was on Snapchat, Mum. Really? And I'm on Snapchat, you know. I, so we've got to be where the kids are and we've got to bring them into the systems because they're already there. Yeah, well, and, you know, as you said, we're here at Space and Egg Boy Will is here. He is you here. Know, there is younger people here as well as older people. There's a quite diverse group of people yeah. here. But, you know, hearing Will's contribution and it is a different perspective, but it's all part of the same perspective. Yes. We've talked sort of about the lowest hanging fruit, I think, then. Then, we, then the next step, obviously, is cultural diversity, religious diversity.
diversity, ability, diversity. I honestly think women is a done deal. We should, I can't believe we're still talking about these things. Ageism. I heard this fabulous model of a business in Adelaide that as people get older, they recognise older people, 70, they don't, they've got something to give back. They've got a wisdom and a knowledge and a desire to share. That's what happens as you get older. But they don't want to be at work at 8 o'clock in the morning and there till 6. They might want to come in at 10 after they've had a couple of holes of golf or whatever and share. So what they do is they utilise those skills in a scaling down manner over a period of years until they're ready to retire out of the workforce but they don't lose the history and then the idea is they match them up with young people coming into the business how awesome is that you know it's just bringing awareness to what people's individual needs are and you know you hear these dreadful stories of older people feeling like they're never going to get a job and if they lose their job they're never going to get back in and that's a sad reality I, I think it's a long journey but you know, there are things you can do going back to work on Monday that, that, that you can start with. Really easy. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for sharing those tips with us. You know, on your journey and building this and sharing this knowledge, how have you found, like, what's been the best way for you to communicate and spread these messages? I think I'm just at the beginning of that journey, to be honest. You know, I've run a social enterprise for seven years now. We've had some great impact. All my employees are people who are experiencing or have a lived experience of homelessness. To bring them into my business, one of our cornerstone policies that they are paid for their time, in addition to valuing their their input and trusting that they are capable of, of giving and doing great things. How do we bring homeless people into the workforce, give them positive life experiences where they're earning money, where they're earning superannuation and where their lives can be positively impacted by business? So we've created over 800 jobs at festivals and events, all of whom we access through other social enterprise or homeless centres around Adelaide. We've had some great university research that backs up what we do and that it allows people's lives to change and also impacts on um, the experience of the events and festivals of our clients and their event guests. That's all there. How do we share it is it's a really good question. Maybe it's this podcast. <laughs> Maybe this is the beginning of the change. I think, you know, I recently won a uh, an amazing new um, funding opportunity, which is through SHEO, which is a new global movement started out of Canada by Vicky Saunders. Uh, five of us were able to uh, receive uh, money from 500 Australian activators who all gave through radical generosity $1,000 and the businesses that received that funding uh, had to be doing something for the planet or the people and women-led businesses and I my feeling is most women-led businesses are doing that that's that, by nature of the female energy that's that's what we've kind of been bred to do and that is a global voice I think that it's the answer probably to your question is through relationships through partnerships through finding like-minded businesses and business operators that get what we do that value their social footprint that want to create 
positive impact on the world and see themselves as a driver and the CEO experience is allowing us to to now reach out of Adelaide and find those mechanisms um, like this space who I, w- I was introduced to this opportunity through one of the activators at CEO Julie Trell and here we are with um, two of our staff here who are being whose minds are being blown by the extraordinary candidness openness sharing humanity of the people at 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 space yeah i mean julie's amazing i have interviewed julie on the podcast as well and she's incredible and as you say the people here and the knowledge that's being shared Mm. is great thank you so much for joining me thank you so much that that, that is awesome so thrilled and thanks for having me Thanks for joining me for another episode of Be The Drop. Don't forget to subscribe in order to ensure you never miss out on one of our weekly episodes. Be The Drop is produced by Narrative Marketing, where we believe that stories connect individuals and that powerful storytelling can positively impact the world. To unleash your storytelling superpower, visit narrativemarketing.com.au or check out our social links in the show notes. To contact me directly with any specific comments you have, you can email me via amelia at narrativemarketing.com.au. And don't forget that whilst a task or challenge may seem overwhelming, a waterfall begins with one drop and look what comes from that.